Welcome again to the Minute Talks with Desi Shana. Thank you for joining me once again to listen to that which I have on my heart to share with you all today. And really, that is the way of victory. The way of victory. And we know that for a Christian and as a Christian, the only way of victory is when we allow the Word of God to bring forth a transformation which is not a conformity to the world, but it is a conformity to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Word of God. The Word of God made flesh. And so when we undergo transformation, we allowing the Word of God to become flesh in our lives, to frame our world, to frame really the world of our thought life, so that we can walk out victory, so we can walk out this life which is from above, which looks like pure triumph in all hours of existence, whether it is now, whether it was five centuries ago, whether it is tomorrow, 10 years from now, victory always looks like victory. And it always looks like the word having persuaded us having conformed us into truth. So let's go to Proverbs 4. And I wanted to title this segment, Grow Up in Focus. Grow Up in Focus. Why would I talk about focus when it comes to growing up in God, in the Word of God, in walking out victory, in transformation? Because we have to, on purpose, incline our understanding, our hearing, our hearts to the Word of God. And because we live in a world that is chaotic at all times, because we know that Satan is the prince of the air, he is the one in charge of the world system, and all that he does and always will do is confusion, which looks like chaos. And so we can never find a lead nor peace in the world or the way of the world. The only lead, the only peace, the only way of life that we can come into and live from is found in the Word. And because it's only found in the Word of God, because His Word is life to us, you'll be highly contented. Your time in the Word, not just the reading, but the meditation of the Word of God, when you read, the, the challenge of really developing a discipline to read. But it doesn't just stop there. Because when you read, you want to read with understanding. You incline your ear to the voice of the Holy Spirit so that you can grow up in this wisdom that the Word of God is communicating to us. A new way of life. And it is highly contended by your flesh and all the distractions that are found in the world. There will always be opposition to your time in the Word. And so you have to be mindful to grow up in focus, that you would not be distracted when you sit down and you read, when you meditate, that you would not meditate your problem, 
to mull over the issues of your life that need to change. They should have changed yesterday and it's today already and nothing's changed. No, what you meditate is how the word is bringing forth a compliance to his will in my life. How I'm undergoing transformation because I'm partaking, I'm eating the living word of God. And focus is the key to this growth. Focus is the key for us to grow into greater attentiveness, attentiveness to that which he says. So let's go to Proverbs chapter 4. A lot of familiar verses here. And it's really Solomon writing and talking about the instruction he received from his father, David. David, the man that was after God's own heart. David, the one that we look at his life, even through the Psalms and how he inclined his ear in pure trust to the Father. Verse 1, hear my children the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. Hear my children the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. I want to read this in the strong concordance, the Hebrew translation of this. And that word hear, hear my children, is actually listen. It is to hear, listen to, obey. Obey. So it's not just a casual listening, like overhearing a conversation we really do not engage with. No, this is to hear, listen to in order for us to do, to be doers of the word. So here, my sons, the instruction. Do you know the Hebrew translation of this word is actually discipline? Here, my son, the discipline, the chastening, the correction, that's the word for instruction. See, this word puts us on the narrow path of life. And it is a sharp two-edged sword that really cuts off all the doubt and unbelief, the fleshy carnal ways of thought off of us. The word brings forth a discipline. The word brings forth a maturity, a chastening. The word brings forth an instruction of life. That that will take you out of a dead moment of failure, of nothing working, into this way of life. And it always requires a correction, a correction of thought, a correction of perception, that only the Word, through the function of the Holy Spirit, can bring forth. And that's really where focus is required, for you to keep on keeping on, for you to be found in the press of the Word of God, for you to have a sheer intentionality, a focus when you come to the Word, This is the only way of your and my life should you want to walk in victory. If you don't want to walk in victory, you can think any old way you want to think. You can flesh out in your thoughts, in your deeds, in your ways. 
and be miserable. But we don't want that. We want this instruction that comes from the Lord. And so he continues in verse 2, For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was, when I was my father's son, David's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me wise words from his father, David. Let your heart retain my words. Keep the word. Guard the word. Do not let go of that which the Holy Spirit has entrusted in your heart. This treasure of the word of God. Back to verse 4. He also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Keep my commands and live. This instruction that we find in the Word of God, this correction of the tender Holy Spirit is the way of life. You see, we live by His commandments. We don't die by His commandments. This commandment leads us into greater life. This commandment of life, this good doctrine of the Word of God, is wisdom of living life above the fray. It is wisdom to have an answer in every adverse situation. It is wisdom to know what to do in a very chaotic moment. Wisdom. Let's shift to verse 18. But the path of the just, we are the ones that have been sanctified through the blood of Christ, made right before God because of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus. And so we can identify with this verse. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are the just ones of God. And therefore our path is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. There is an increase of glorious radiance. There is an increase of brilliance that we can walk in because our stature of understanding of the Word of God grows daily as we daily abide in truth. Verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. We are to give attention to his words. We are to exercise great focus in hearing the only voice that the Good Shepherd has towards us, which is the voice of the Word of God. And no stranger's voice will we follow. And so today we give attention to his words. We incline our ear to his sayings. We do not depart from them. We do not let them depart from our eyes. We put our eyes on the word. It's called read the Bible. <laughs> read the Bible. 
Keep them in the midst of the heart, and that's called meditate the Bible. As you allow the entrance of his word, which is a light, to illuminate your heart, you are pondering on truth. You're meditating this high way of God, this higher way of divine wisdom. And that's what, that is what brings forth transformation. Is when we do not let his word depart from our eyes. We keep them in the midst of our heart for their life to those who find them. And health, health to all of our flesh. Health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. Again, there is a focus required to keep your heart. Be of this mind, the mind that was in Christ Jesus. He kept himself before God because the word of God says that he was like a tender shoot that grew up before his father. He grew up in obedience through that which he heard the father say. By doing that which he saw the father do, he grew up in stature. What does Luke say? Actually, I have it marked here. Luke chapter 2, 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. As Jesus had to grow up, we too are growing up. And one area of growth is really a focus. When the adversity comes, you have to have a mature focus to give it no attention. When the troublesome report comes, you have to have a focus and a determined intentionality to think on those things that are above, to think on those things that are pure and noble and of good report. To come back to the word of God and not to allow your eye to depart from the word and for you to put your eye on the bad news. To not allow the bad news of the moment to enter into your heart so you meditate evil reports. But you be found in this place of obedience to meditate the report of the Lord. Right here, Isaiah 53 who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed. You see, when you meditate his word, when you incline your ear to his sayings, when you hear to obey the instruction of the good doctrine of the word of God, you're receiving a revelation of the way God does things. It is to those that believe the report of the Lord, that cleave to the word, that hold on to the word, that their sole focus is the word of God. To those, to you and I, who have counted the cost of forsaking all that the world has to offer. To us, the arm of the Lord is revealed. For he shall grow up before him, that is Jesus, and that is you and I, as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. Out of dry ground we shoot up. Out of the frailty 
of humanity. We live strong in the spirit. As a root out of dry ground and regarding that which Jesus demonstrated to us and that we're being conformed to. He has no form or comeliness and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. And yet we desire him. Because we don't look at the external appearance of the word of God. Just for mere glance. Just for a mere glance. Just to check in once in a while. But we behold the beauty of the firstborn. The word made flesh. The one that was marred beyond recognition. Whose life was poured out for you and I. That though on the external, there was nothing of beauty to behold on him when he hanged on the cross. And yet a life flowed out. Life divine for you and I. A hope, a living hope. To know that we now are the accepted in the beloved. To know that we now have a race to run before him. Because we're his very children. And with a pure focus. Which is really a determined sight on Jesus. We run this race. And we too, like Apostle Paul, want to at the end of our race. To say we have run the race. We have kept the faith. We have kept the faith. And Paul talks about the good fight of faith. And he doesn't just beat the air aimlessly. He talks about the race of faith. That though many in the Olympics in the world, they run races for a perishable crown. But we run beholding the imperishable Jesus, the one that's gone before us, that has an imperishable crown for us, which really sounds like well done, good and faithful servant. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. We'll finish with this verse here. Verse 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, those who have gone before us, the heroes of faith, loved ones who have passed in the Lord. There is a great cheer for this race of faith. There is a great cheer that we hear in the stands of heaven as we are in that in that good fight of faith, knowing that our labor in the Lord is not in vain. And that that which he has started in our life, he will complete. And that he is conforming my will and my desires to will and to do according to his good pleasure. And a focus is required on my end. A conformity to see right. And that looks like laying aside every weight, every distraction, every hindrance, every worldly way of how life is to be lived on earth. And the sin which so easily ensnares us 
And let us run, let us run, let us run with endurance. Let us cheer each other on in this endurance run. It requires discipline and that is why the word of God was given to us. To train us up in this run of endurance. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. Have a strong focus on Jesus, which looks like a strong focus on the Word of God, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, because faith comes through the hearing of the Word of God. Because we are born of the imperishable seed of the Word of God. Because our Jesus did exactly what we commanded to do. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And right after this moment, the Holy Spirit is penning through the writer of the book of Hebrews about the chastening of the Lord. That the ones that God loves, He disciplines. And we're not to be discouraged by the disciplining of the Word of God, but we are to be encouraged because this Word is a light. Isn't that what Solomon said? That the words that we're inclining our eyes that we're not letting our eyes depart from, that we are meditating in our heart, is life to those who find it. Hell to all of our flesh. This word is our life. This word is our healer. This word is our sustenance. This word is our deliverance. Focus. Focus in you abode in the word. Do not depart nor be easily distracted by the many cares found in the world. But run, run, run and finish your course strong. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming once again to listen to Dominion Talks with Dasi Schneider. Be blessed today.